Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring, and motivating life changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion, and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to the Prosperity Project. Welcome to episode 33 of the podcast. And today we're talking about how you can develop good habits in 2021. So go on, Jennifer. How are we doing this? What are we doing? Just do it. Just write down the habits you want and just do them. There we go. I've saved you 35 minutes of a podcast. There you go. That's good. <laughs> right. Well, thank you very much for listening. No, actually, how about we maybe deep dive into this and how about we give some of our top tips and strategies? Shall we do that as well? Okay. Right. Okay. So 2021, <laughs> new year, new me. <laughs> Hold on, I did that in 2020 and 2019. You've done that for a lot of years, exactly. It's very common, isn't it, for new this year, time of me. year. Everyone gets excited, particularly because 2020 has been an interesting, diverse year. A little pandemic thrown into the mix, kept oh, also, us on our toes. Ju- just so you know, mm. once we go over from 2020 to 2021, mm. the pandemic's still going to be there <laughs> and we're not going to have this stark change immediately in things. Who knows what the year's going to bring? So the same as you're not probably likely to be any more motivated to do anything on January the 1st than you already had end of December. Also, the world is likely to be the same for a little period of time. So it's not going to be this big stark change, Mm. but hopefully there's going to be more things, more positive things happening. Mm. And hopefully we can see our way to a better place. I don't think 2020 has been that much of a letdown. Well, our life is a little bit different to some other people's, I think. I think, though, what it has been has... It's been a forced calibration, if you like, for a lot of people. It's been like they've had all the things that normally they would do, maybe distractions or, you know, stuff that was just filling their life. That's been turned off. And I think for some people, there's a lot of mourning that goes on when you're not allowed to do something that you're used to doing. Maybe like going out the weekend, default, or going certain places or doing certain things. That was turned off and you've all you've got that kind of stark mourning for it. But actually, I know you've touched upon 2021 won't be any different. I think by the time we get round to February, March, I'm going to be honest, if we weren't back to normal-ish, I'd be surprised. What I do think, we were chatting about this yesterday, what I do think is in the Western culture, we'll see more of the kind of Middle East and Asian cultures, how they deal with feeling unwell and feeling um, you know, respecting other people, not getting colds. I think we're going to see a lot more people wearing masks and being a bit more strategic about how, if they're not feeling well, how they then interact with the population moving forward. Like, I think if I've got a cold, I'm probably now going to be okay with wearing a mask, which is something I've never owned in my but life. Look, yeah, no one had them. Now everyone's got them. You've got to find a use <laughs> once the pandemic's finished. On Amazon. So I actually think that's, that's what a good thing will be that maybe there'll be a habit of being aware that you could pass on germs to other people being a bit more selective about what you do I also think we'll see more of people deciding what they want to do in terms of protecting themselves so I think we'll have this kind of environment where it'll be look everything is allowed to open everything's normal you decide are you staying in are you going to the shops are you wearing a mask are you not wearing a mask I think that's what will become the new normal in 2021 
So how are we going to develop these good habits for 2021? Oh, it's such... Do you know, and this goes on to, again, the new year is a, is a big trigger for people, right? Usually it happens for birthdays. You'd agree? A lot of people have that kind of midlife crisis. Oh, crap, I'm 40 or, oh, no, I'm 45 or 50 or, you know, the birthday trigger. Milestone tri- birthdays. Yeah, milestone, milestone birthdays, you birthdays want to do something it. different. And then new year, everybody looks back and goes, jings, I had 12 months, just the same as everyone else. What did I do? What did I not do? How, you know, how far forward am I? And I think it's key to realize that as we're going to talk about our habits and we're going to deep dive into even more our systems, habits drive your outcomes. So you don't, you don't need a milestone of a new year to have new habits, but it's your default action reaction to things. So you're, you have habits for pretty much 99% of your life. 1% of your life is reactory. You know, you're thinking on the spot, the rest of it, think about the time you usually get up, what you usually do when you wake up, all of these have been set in stone. You've either learned them from your family, you've figured them out, or in some cases, you've allowed the world to put your habits in place, what somebody else thought or what's felt convenient. And it's your, dare I say it, your mediocrity or your excellence that is driven by your habits. How well you do your habits and the things that you do will drive whether you know, you're at A or if you're at DEF in position it's that huge it's not just the things you do it's to the degree you do them as well so when I'm thinking about setting up good habits for a new year Mm. I first need to say to myself right am I kidding myself so 2020 I think has been an excellent year for working out actually whether you're kidding yourself what Mm, you want to mm, do mm. and how you want to flow so a lot of people over the course of the year especially earlier on when we're in that first lockdown Yep, a lot of yep. people would have been furloughed from work. We started this podcast, actually. <laughs> we started this podcast then, not due to it, but just because we had the idea and yeah, actually exactly. it Sorry, solidified that. But a lot of people were furloughed mm. or were asked to work from home. Absolutely. And there were very few people outside of your core retail that were actually heading to work, going to a workplace. Yep. So with that, you either had no work to do at all. Granted, there could well have been kids around and trying to look after them and do things. Yep. But you had all this extra free time. Either you weren't working or you weren't traveling to work. So yeah. you had that whole travel time and probably not working late and things like that. Mm. So you suddenly had time on your side. Mm, mm. Time to do those things that you've always told yourself, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that, but I don't have the time. Mm. I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to read books. I don't have time for side hustles, whatever it happens to mm. be. And you've had the opportunity this year. Mm. You normally wouldn't have this kind of opportunity. You haven't had it in the years gone by. So yep. those excuses and reasons you've given yourself. Absolutely, yep, yep. You've not really had to challenge. You've not had mm. to test it. They've mm. just been sitting there and you could fall back on them mm. as a reason why you couldn't do something. This year's been a time when you haven't been able to say that mm. and actually use that as your excuse. So that's where I go to, if you've not done it this year, then maybe you are kidding yourself. Maybe you're looking at some of these things and actually you need to decide whether they were what you want Mm -hmm. or what you think society is expecting of you or what your friends are doing or whatever. So before you go into a new year with potentially intentions that you keep repeating year on year on year, Mm. 
the first step is to ask yourself why you haven't done it so far. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And especially in this year of all years, mm -hmm, when you've mm -hmm. had the time, when you've had the availability, mm. why haven't you put those habits in place? Mm -hmm. No, I agree with that. The other thing I would say is, let's flip it on the head. I talk about anything that comes to you as a desire, so truly something that feels good to you. I believe it's from a place where you have all the resources and all the intelligence and all the knowledge within you to make it happen. I never believe that you're given a desire or a want for your life that you're not capable of, okay? I think it's very personal and unique. And what I would say is if you haven't, to put any action in place to start it let's ignore having evidence of it right that's another that's another mm -hmm. stage in the process if you haven't put any actions then it's probably a good idea to deep dive into okay the idea felt good you really thought that was something super how did you expect to feel during the process because ultimately when we're thinking of oh I'd like to have that new house I'd like to have that new job there's a feeling behind it it's either a feeling of freedom a feeling of expression a feeling of love significance all lots of difference of feelings but what was the feeling you were hoping to achieve and if you didn't go for that goal first of all the pool mustn't have been strong enough like you must, you know how in life people usually change when life makes them change. They get diagnosed with a disease, they lose a loved one, they lose their job. It's life making the pain change and that's yeah. where they go with it. But if you haven't had that pain point, but actually you want to move towards something, what hasn't been strong enough for you to make it happen has it been that you just can't see yourself achieving it in which case you need to really deep dive into those things in your head telling you you can't achieve it find somebody else in the world in your circumstance who has achieved it go on google and see that there's probably a hundred, if not a thousand other people who've achieved what you're after with the same job, with the same number of kids, with the same, you know, circumstances. I guarantee you'll find somebody out there. So if it's not been strong enough pull, do you actually truly want to feel that? that certain way and the answer is probably yes it's just you've you've held yourself back with too many nonsense stories about why you're not good enough and why you can't have it well i think it comes down to comfort zones so let's say that you are a little bit heavier than you'd like to be well that's uncomfortable to feel the way that it will make you feel yes. and also from a physical point of view yes it's not necessarily comfortable but the thing is you get used to being puffed out walking up the stairs. And although mm. that's not comfortable, yep. it lives in a comfort zone. Whereas going to the gym or going for longer walks yep. or whatever yep. it happens to be, that's uncomfortable as well. Yes, yeah. But it's also outside of what you're used to. Mm. So you get double uncomfortable, which is more painful mm, than mm. doing something that you're used to, even if that is uncomfortable. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's a challenging thing of trying to move yourself out of comfort zones even if the comfort zone itself actually isn't that comfortable in the first mm, place it's mm. a weird dynamic exactly but then taking weight loss an example it's something we talk about all the time because it's so relatable but healthy people as in healthy weight moving their body if you ask them to write down what they do every single day or every single week there'll be habits that an unhealthy or somebody who's struggling to get moving to lose weight 
there will be a noticeable difference. There'll also, more important, be a noticeable difference about what they believe they can achieve. The healthy person could well have been in your position or worse a year ago, but they decided that they believed in a healthier version of them. They could see it happening. They believed they were capable of. The unhealthy person right now probably doesn't think it's a possibility in some way if they've not started any journey. And I think that's really key. The difference is how you're spending your time, what you're doing with it. And with something that you're wanting to change, it really could just be one or two things that you change. Boom, it blows out of the park. It really can be that minute in your life. So actually, that leads us on to how we're going to develop good habits in 2021. So for me, the first step is you decide who you want to be in the future. Absolutely. So like... I guess Lego, you have a look at the box (laughs) and you look at the front at the completed image of what it is that you want to be like. You look at that and you make sure that it's it's something that you can relate to, something that's also realistic. So obviously if you're a little bit older and you want to do things that 20 year olds do, either from a sports achievement or whatever, then you probably need to change your expectations a little bit. But as long as you're in the realms of realism, formulate this picture of who or what you want to be Mm -hmm. and then what you need to do is then look at kind of how that's made up and Mm. again the lego brick situation works the same way so there's a base there's various colors of bricks Mm, and sizes mm. and shapes and everything else and ultimately that is the makeup Mm, of this mm. final picture and when you're looking at someone else or this person you want to be you need to look at what do they look like Mm, what do they mm. do um, maybe look for inspiration of right, who is already mm. like the person like we that you want about, to yep, become. Yep, yep. Um, and then you want to just explore what it is they do with their time. Mm-hmm. So the thing you need to take into account is for sustained success, mm. whatever you're doing today to get there yep. will also be stuff that you need to do for maintenance as yep. you move forwards. Yep. So the person that's made it, in life or made it as far as their progression yes is still doing those things that they needed to do when they got started absolutely so if you look at someone that's got a body shape that you're envious of they potentially started from a point where they weren't with that body Mm -hmm. most people start from somewhere and then develop along the way yep that person who has this body didn't just go through this journey of health, fitness, eating yeah. better, doing some kind of exercise, and then suddenly they have this body and that's it, they stopped. Mm. They continue to do the work to maintain it. It mm. doesn't end with this looking in the mirror day nope. or this nope. look standing on the scales day. It doesn't end at that. The same actions that were part of the journey Mm. are part of the continuation of maintaining it. Absolutely. And the thing to remember is also, if we think about body shape, when people get to their happy place where they feel great, they have actually got a bit more wiggle room with their rules and their habits. So consistently, because their 80% is good and solid and driving the body, the lifestyle they want, They've got that little bit of flexibility. I think that's something to think about. You know, it's not like you've got to be absolutely perfect when you get to your goal. There's still going to be a little bit of freedom to enjoy things, to treat yourself. But again, it'll be it'll be in contrast to maybe feeling like you're always treating yourself. You're always making not the best choices and things. It really is a simple wee um, 
I've been teaching a mastermind for three months. It's now finished. But the basic fundamental things that we were teaching were three actions to drive prosperity. And remember, this podcast is all about prosperity. We're looking after your well-being, your mindset, your money, your health, everything you experience in life. The first thing was move your body every day or determine to move your body during the week. That is huge because as a culture in the Western world, nobody's telling us that this is important. It's vitally important to move your body. It keeps your heart going, your blood circulation going, keeps you, you know, your heart health right up there, you're fit, you're you're designed to move. We weren't designed to sit down for 14, 16 hours a day and then go to sleep and not move. You were designed to chase things, to hunt, to gather, regardless. So it was all about moving. The next thing we asked people to do is focus on quality in and out. We did not say that was quality of food. We said quality in your overall life. So that was what were you reading? What were you watching? What were you writing? What were you eating and drinking? And the last thing was also learning and growing. And so when you embark on any change in your life, good or bad, you're going to up level whether you like it or not. You're going to learn new things. You're going to also learn new ways of seeing life. And I think that's really key. Often when we are going default and we say, no, I really want a habit. I want a good habit in this area. You're opening yourself up to seeing the world a little bit differently than how you currently see it. So the good thing about habits is once you get going, once you get into the flow and the momentum, Mm. you get better at it. And that's where, as you were saying about someone that's down the line with their health and fitness, Mm. they don't need to be 100% on the ball all the time, but they know how to deep dive back into the focus that they want and require at certain times in order to achieve things. Mm. And going back to that point, when you look at anyone that's got a successful YouTube channel or a website or a podcast, again, once they get to a particular following or a particular subscriber count or income or whatever yep, it happens yep. to be as a, a measurement of success in that realm, they don't get there and stop. No. no. So if they've been making two videos a week, three videos a week to get to a particular status on YouTube, mm. the moment they get to that 100,000 million, 10 million subscribers, whatever it is, they're still producing videos. Mm, mm. They happen to be better at it. So their mm. quality is probably yep. better. The yep. equipment they use may be slightly better and their presentation skills might be better. But that will just come from cumulative effects of yep. making yep, exactly. videos again and again. But it doesn't stop. Mm. In order to maintain that YouTube channel, receiving the attention, the income, whatever else mm-hmm, it is, mm-hmm. You need to continue doing the same work. So that's the thing about habits. It's not about doing something for a set period of time and then saying, right, once I've done that, then there I am. I've achieved what I wanted to do Mm -hmm, and I mm -hmm. can stop. Unless your goal is a short term, I want to, for example, run 5K or I want to run a marathon or I want to do something in a particular set time. Most other goals are where you just continue the action after the fact. Yep. So you really do need to get comfortable in bedding into starting these new habits and knowing that they're maintenance pretty much for life. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's deep dive into this. Okay, what are some of the structures then? You want to develop good habits. The first thing is deciding on what you want, which Matt covered, you know, actually see you as a person you want to be. Get images. I'm a huge fan of create like a vision board, create a a prosperity board even, you know, the prosperity in a certain area of your life. Make pictures of it. You can keep it on your phone. You don't need to show anyone, but start to cut that habit into smaller chunks so that you can know today, don't keep putting this off today tomorrow you're going to start no more excuses on a small 
chunk. So one of the greatest ways, let's say about your personal development or your, you know, the way you feel about yourself, just get out and go for a walk for 30 minutes, literally. And if you can't walk, just get out and do five minutes or 10 minutes with the goal to just increase it every day. Absolutely. And this is actually one of the key things. So a lot of people say, oh, don't take on too many things at once because otherwise you end up too much and you fail. I don't quite agree with that. I think you can take on as many things as you like, but what you don't want to do is make the change so drastic that it's really hard to upkeep. So if you don't particularly exercise at the moment and losing weight is one of those things or having a better body is one of those things that you want to aim for, then you don't suddenly go to kale shakes, three meals a day, and go to the gym and do the hardest kind of hit workouts you can, because that's going to be a big stark difference from where you are, and also you're not likely to be able to maintain it. Mm-hmm. So, and, and also if you do that, then the chances of you then reading five books a week and producing 50 videos a week and whatever other bananas things that you try to put in place, mm. you're not going to be able to do it all. Mm-hmm. So... What you need to do is, as you said, you start off with saying, you know, what, I'm going to maybe do a little bit of a walk. So I'm going to allocate the time. And as I get better at things, as I get used to ingraining stuff, if I put 30 minutes into a walk, mm-hmm. then potentially that 30 minutes becomes a jog or a run or lifting weights or whatever it happens to be. But you're used to giving 30 minutes to fitness mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or 40 minutes an hour. Ideally, you'd, you'd up the time to maybe 45 minutes mm-hmm, or, or a little mm-hmm. bit more. But then what you want to do is you want to then just base it on that time piece Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then become better at utilizing that time Mm -hmm, with more challenging things. The same as your food. What you want to do is start to, first of all, track what you're eating. Absolutely. And then what you start to do is you start to say, right, I'm going to either reduce portion size or I'm going to make slightly better choices. But you do things gradually. Mm. So you've bedded in the habit which is not very difficult because Mm. you're not really changing what you do that much. It's more of a conscious effort. And then what you do is you start to increase it or ramp it up and make it more difficult. If you don't read and reading is important to you, you want to add that to your list. Then what you say is, you know what, I'm not going to aim for a particular volume of books or whatever. Mm -hmm, What I'm mm going to do is I'm going to read for 10 minutes a day. Yeah, exactly. Or 10 minutes every other day, an hour a week or whatever it is you want to do. But you start off small enough Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. it's achievable. And then once you've achieved it, then also you know whether you've been kidding yourself or not. Because if you can't be bothered to find the time, then in all likelihood you're kidding yourself or the goal just isn't that important to you. And that's okay as well. There's nothing wrong with saying, oh, I'd love to be this and realize that, you know what, you just don't have the the passion for it. I, I think you need to be careful though. Remember we just covered that in this podcast. The kidding yourself, that's almost like you're not good enough. Remember everything that you want to do, you are good enough. So actually if you're feeling like I can't ever do this, you need to address those mindsets. It's just saying you can't wrong. do it. Yeah. And more about, if you said, you know what, I want to learn how to play the banjo mm. and you find actually that the banjo just isn't something that you really want. Yeah, and then you basically stop wanting to play the banjo. Absolutely. Then that's okay. Now, some of the fundamentals, like wanting to maybe start side hustles, change your job, make sure that your body's in a position that you like it to be in, those kind of things, I think most people aren't kidding themselves Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. actually do want to do and it's more about the willpower and focus to do it Mm -hmm. but there are some of these side little bits and pieces yeah you know i want to be a published author i want to start a website whatever some of these things you find maybe that they're not quite for you Mm -hmm. and you find Mm -hmm. other things along the way it's okay to abandon something if it's not quite for you Mm -hmm. but if it sits within these fundamentals 
then you probably just need to challenge it a little bit harder. Absolutely. Like I said, you start off small, you start off with little steps, and then over the course of time, once you bed in the fact that you're giving time to something, then you can enhance that time by bedding in better habits with more focused effort, more mm-hmm. focused time, and potentially more of that time. Absolutely. The next thing to do is remove distractions. Okay, so if you want to succeed with any new habits, you need to look at what your normal triggers are to do the bad things and take those away. So if you're really struggling and it's you say, oh, I have no time, well, remove that distraction for yourself and do it as early in the morning as you can. Even set your alarm for half an hour early. If it means you're going to read your book for 10 minutes, you're going to go for a walk, boom, that's me done. Like, I love to do the difficult things first because I know that I've done them and then the rest of the day I can chill out and relax, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I, remove the distractions. Yeah, I, I love it when there's housework to do. I yeah, don't love housework. The, but with when I have housework, I like to get it done first thing because then I can maximize sitting down time. Uh, no. um, I like to do my workouts first thing, not only because I find that that's the best time for my body to work, yeah, yeah, yeah. but also it's just getting these achievements out of the way mm. early enough in the day so that if anything else happens... You're, you're good. I, yeah. I'm good. Because if I set my workout for four o'clock in the afternoon, well, potentially the day could run away. There could be other distractions, yeah. maybe kids. one of the kids, <laughs> whatever. There's tons of reasons why things can get in the way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if you are able to get things done early in the day, mm-hmm. then that I think is a great time because also you can then go into that day mm. feeling pretty accomplished mm. before everyone else has really even started. Absolutely. Now, it doesn't mean you've got to get up at four o'clock in the morning. No. It's about working the right balance for you in your life. But what I would say is if you schedule in things for after work, let's say, yep. let's say you go to yep. work and then you're scheduling things in for after, don't set yourself up that you can get home from work mm. and then you've got an hour before you then do something mm, because mm. you'll get comfy and cozy and settled <laughs> in and you won't do something. Yeah. The best things to do is like when you're getting up for work in the morning, a lot of people will just set the alarm ready for they have to wake, eat some breakfast and then mm-hmm. just get out the door. Absolutely. So I think that by having things set up where you don't have time to think, time mm, to ponder, mm. and it's just one thing straight after another, straight after another, you get yourself in a position where you're not likely to be distracted and you're not likely to put things off mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. give yourself excuses and get cosy mm. doing something else. Absolutely. The next thing after that we just touched upon, create systems. So, you know, start to think about, okay, I'm going to make this a new habit what system do I need? To, so it could be if you want to work out first thing, leave your PE kit beside the bed. Or if it's a particular book you want to read, put the book downstairs beside, you know, your kettle if you're making a cup of tea. Like create little systems so that it's a default. Are my favourite one that we've put into place. Well, you've got your workout one. I also work out or walk. I really like walking and cycling. That's my that's mm-hmm. my vibe at the moment. Again, thanks to this year, I found those two things that I absolutely love. And um, my thing that's important is actually me prepping this year I've figured out so on a Sunday or a Saturday I will spend a couple of hours usually and do as much meal prep so our kids I make these dairy free grain free waffles they love they eat them every day don't yep, they? Let's say breakfast every day so I will sit I do not buy anything for breakfast and I sit and I make the batches of waffles and I make about 40 of them and they go in the freezer and it's amazing I love knowing that I've given them a good breakfast that also I know what's 
what's in it, you know, good stuff. And actually, I think this is what's been really nice. I've made time to think about our meals ahead of time. We always ate quite well. We're very kind of fruit, veggie, home cook. I, I rarely put down a packaged dinner. Rarely, rarely, right? I don't, mm-hmm. don't actually remember a lot of times we've had ready meals and we don't get takeaways like maybe no, on really the like once a month or once every once in a while. Um so for me like doing the meal prepping has been great. And the reason I meal prep is because it's important for me to put down good dinners. But also I want to make sure that I'm not eating rubbish. So this is a way that I know we've got stuff in the freezer because life can be busy, especially during the weekdays. I've got my day job, we've got Mama Furfur, we've got the kids. I want to know that I've got stuff. And so the weekends, I, I'd call it prep Sunday. You know, it's that kind of prep for the week. So that's a huge area. And also I think it's important, the next point is focus on the positive things you're adding, not the lack that you're losing. So for example, with if you want to develop reading or your personal development, focus on all this knowledge like you're learning about the world you're learning new skills new mindset don't focus on oh i'm losing 10 minutes in front of the tv so already give it a good spin exactly and and again that comes down to your reasons for wanting to do it in the first place you need to maintain sight on those core reasons why you began why these habits are important to you and why you actually want to achieve these things or just have them as something that you consistently do if you refer back to your why a lot, then it stops you from falling off the wagon with these good habits. The biggest challenge we can all have is finding that we skip something for one day and then it goes into a second, third, fourth day and we lose sight of why we started yeah, in the first place. Yeah, exactly. And it means that we don't get back onto things. What I would say is for any good habit, for me, the key is not skipping more than one, maybe two days at a push mm, in a mm, row. Mm. So if you if you skip today for whatever reason, something got in the way or you didn't feel like it or whatever, don't let it be another day. Yes, absolutely. You have to get straight back on it because the moment you allow more than two days to pass, then it's very easy to say, oh, well, you know what, I've not done it. So I'm not going to, there's no point. Yep. I've kind yeah, of exactly. messed it up. So you need to make sure that you don't allow the kind of bad habit to kick in just because you missed a day for whatever reason. So we all know that life can get in the way. Work, maybe you need to stay a little bit later for a meeting or mm-hmm. some kind of deadline comes up or one of the kids is a little bit unwell yeah, or whatever yeah. it happens to be. So a thing can get in the way. Yeah, That's okay. Yeah. But what you can't do is say, well, I didn't do it that day and then the next day I'm a little bit tired now so I'm not going to bother. No, you need to get back on it mm-hmm. because that's how you build up the right habits with that little bit of discipline that says, I'm not going to be avoiding this for any more time mm-hmm. than I have in mm-hmm. the past. I'm going to be get straight back onto it and I'm not going to be giving days in between where I can then form the bad habit again. Absolutely. So let me give you some tips, strategies that you can do to figure out what are your good habits for 2021 and how to really stick at them. So here's the crux of it. Willpower, I don't actually like the word willpower. Willpower is this cliche term that everyone says, oh, you know, you've not got enough willpower. You're not strong enough. You know, you've got to absolutely make sure and determine. Willpower will only get you so far in life. You have to 
really have a vision of yourself achieving it that's the pool you don't want push you don't want somebody saying you've got to do this or you know you're not strong enough it's the draw to the goal so here's a couple of things that you can do to develop your own vision and this is highly personal you need to do this on your own nobody else can do your push-ups for you there's one method that that I use called the prosperity wheel it's called sometimes the wheel of life and it's basically looking at kind of key areas in your life so relationships the career your own health you know fitness looking after your body perhaps contribution to the world drawing all the key areas of your life as a circle and then giving a rating from zero to ten right now okay so you're honest with yourself you're saying well actually in relationships I'm a six or in my health and well-being I'm actually a four I'm not really looking after myself in career well I'm a good nine I'm doing what I want to do so you take a snapshot of life right now you do the same exercise of what you want it to be a month six months down the line or at the end of 2021 and you draw what marker you'd like to be so it could well be I want to go from a six to a seven or a six to a ten you decide so what you want to do is map out what is from today to that eight or that nine you've set the criteria okay tell me what the difference is and that process then gives you the picture so it's actually stepping into yourself and acknowledging what you have right now but then saying actually this is what I want so that's a really powerful tool the next thing to do is a process that I learned and actually went through in the Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Experience so go and check out episode 25 if you haven't that's where I actually deep dive into my experience with Tony Robbins unleash the power it was it was really quite remarkable and it's a process called the Dickens process oh I like this one and this is based off a Christmas carol okay so it's the Charles Dickens story and you might remember Ebenezer Scrooge basically one night has taken back in time and he sees you know the way he treated the love of his life he ended up losing her because money was more important his business was more important it then jumped forward to present day seeing what he was and then he jumped forward to the future Future if he kept on this trajectory of, you know, not treating people right, money's more important. And it was basically people were laughing, he was dead, nobody acknowledged him, everyone thought he was a joke, they were just mocking him and everything. And the power of that fast forward without changing meant that when he returned to his present day, he was a new man. And so this process, and you can YouTube it, you can find it online, is basically you need to allow yourself to go forward in time if you don't don't change anything so if you're feeling out of shape or not doing your best job okay let's jump forward five or ten years who are you going to be affecting with your decisions not just us we're not an island how are your are your children going to take on these characteristics are you going to then be overweight are you going to be unhealthy are the people you love going to leave you because you know you're mistreating them you really it's really powerful so go and check it out that is a hugely great exercise it will probably change you as well because you're imagining what you could create with the lifestyle that you're living right now so it's one of these exercises that you need to do by yourself absolutely and you need to really take the time to actually picture yourself in these places and try to bring yourself to the emotions that you might feel like scrooge did in the movie when he's there in the future and he kind of he, he found it painful to see the way life was so i think that you need to bring yourself to the point and say right if I don't change my habits, mm, if mm. I don't change in these particular areas, then what is that doing to me? And if other people then see that I've lived this way, mm. then how's it going to influence them? So as you said, if you're 
overweight. See, weight is a really easy one to refer to mm. because a majority of people have this idea of what they want their body to be like. Mm. And either mm. they're there or they're close to it or yep. they're not. Yep. And it's really easy and tangible. So when we refer to it, and we refer to it quite a lot, it's not because we feel that we're perfect. Mm, mm. And it's also not that we want to demonize people that have different body shapes. Mm, mm. But it's more that it's just something that's very, very relatable to a mm, lot of people. Mm. So when you think about weight, and if this is one of the things that you need to change your habits on, then if you are of a weight or a body shape that you don't enjoy, then what does that do moving forward? Mm. If you're not putting quality foods or you're putting too much volume of food into your face each day, yep. then in all likelihood, you'll be doing the same with your children, mm. your other half, potentially your parents and everything else as well. But what if you change those habits? Mm, mm. What if other people saw you behaving differently? Well, then maybe if you were a better body shape, then maybe the habits that were passed down to you, probably from your parents, mm. they might be inspired to change something. And then you might be able to add some years onto their lives. Absolutely. You'll be able to be in a position where your kids are fitter and healthier and set up for potentially avoiding bullying in school. Absolutely. Potentially yep. putting themselves in a position where they can be part of sports teams and events yep. and activities. Yep. Potentially your physical and emotional relationship with your partner mm. becomes better Absolutely. as a result Absolutely. of it. There's a lot to be said for looking at these things and saying, if I don't change, I'm going to have more of the same and probably it's going to amplify. But what could it be if I changed it? Mm. What would that future look like? Because mm. unless you change, you're on this path to wherever life is going to be mm. like in a christmas carol absolutely do you know and as we've talked about i talked about desires coming from the universe what we're capable of if you want to call it our destiny little glimpses of our destiny i actually believe once you set out on a journey taking the steps that you believe you can achieve i think you usually achieve them quicker than you set out to do but you also over achieve life will even double triple 10 times the rewards i'm just thinking about in our own life something we put in this year which is about giving the principle of giving we mentioned it a couple of times on this podcast this is a huge thing that we do with our money and we have seen more more than enough this year that the more we give good things return back to us, not just money wise, but actually, you know, people will turn up at the door, random things or opportunities. It, it's been the most giving and receiving year. And I suppose in closing with, you know, some of the good habits that you develop, I want you to, I want to encourage you to think about your own prosperity here, like really, truly, and also the ripple effect that you can have on people, your legacy right now and in the future. I want you to think about your wealth. Wealth is fundamentally one of the things that will drive your experience experience in life like people will say silly things like oh money doesn't matter money does matter because it's a way for you to create things in your life and to also affect other people it's yeah. how you use it that matters it's, it's not the, it's not the physical item right exactly i want you to really think about your wealth really think about your health and then also the legacy the impact you want to make if you made those three things your goal and developed one new habit and it could well be you drink two liters of water or you move your body every day or you pick up a, a good book you know we're going to put down the fiction books for a little while let's pick good books non well, i like a fiction book i know but, but they're not going to really well they might test you in some well, way i suppose actually a balance. as well <laughs> you're talking about things to pick up yes. and to do 
But also it can be that you're putting down things. Maybe Absolutely. you put down that bottle of wine during the week. Exactly. You don't have those two, exactly. three glasses. But I replace to, it with water. You replace it with water or you replace it with a, a workout. You know, you've had a stressful day mm, and mm. normally you want to have a wine to basically soften how life feels around you. Absolutely. Well, how about you go with your workplace frustrations and take it out in the gym? I love that. That's amazing. There's, there's options. So it's not just necessarily about adding things into your life. Sometimes it's about taking away things Absolutely. that are detrimental that can be great habits for you. And, and that's the thing. You need to find that balance for yourself. Sometimes mm. taking things away is easier than adding things. Mm. Sometimes you need to add something in order to replace something you've mm, taken away. Mm. And sometimes you just want to add stuff. And that's where you've got to find the right balance for yourself. Absolutely. Huge. So those would be like kind of the main areas that I really hope you take into this year. Do this exercise. Absolutely. I know like for Matt and I, we do calibrate. I think I calibrate every kind of couple of months, I kind of see, but it's little nudges. It's the little good nudges that you think, actually, I feel really inspired to try that or to do different things. Like in the past three months alone, I went outside my comfort zone and, and held a mastermind. Never held one properly before. And we ended up from 30 days, it was meant to be going up to 90 days. So for me, I felt really good. I felt scared. I felt hesitant. But actually, it's been one of the, the greatest things that we've done this year. Met a fantastic bunch, 50, 75 people we had on that mastermind over the course of 90 days. And it was great fun. One thing that we'll remember. So keep stretching yourself in good ways. Because as we talked about, if you don't stretch yourself, life will usually put things in your way to stretch you in the areas that you maybe know that you could do with improvement. So how about you get to choose? Make it easier and you get to choose. So thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope it's really set you up and put a fire in your belly for 2021 ahead. Anything's possible. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise, but start to design the habits that you want. You're fully capable of it. If you have enjoyed the podcast, check out the other 32 episodes. Hit subscribe so you never miss an episode when we download it every week and yeah go and check out our other content you've got my channel the mama furfer channel on youtube the kempson house as well for family life and we've got tons of books courses products you know the works so thank you so much for listening we'll speak to you very soon Mm